0: I'm Billie Lynn, and this is the story of Daryl Jones, exonerated at last.
1: I'm coming home, and my grandmother's not going to be here. You know, she died while I was in prison. I'm coming home. My brothers not going to be here. Died while I was in prison. I'm coming home, and my son is not going to be here. He died while I was in prison.
0: Daryl Jones spent 32 years in prison, wrongfully convicted. For the murder of Guillermo Rodriguez. He was at a bar near the crime scene when the murder took place. Despite no motive and no physical evidence, he was prosecuted by the state and offered a plea deal of six years in prison. He turned it down and proclaimed his innocence. What he did not know at the time was he was already presumed guilty by two jurors just for being Black. He was sentenced to life in prison by an all-white jury in 1986. The memory of his first day in prison resonates with him to this day.
1: First thing I see, I hear all that yelling, door slinging. I don't know what it means, the cops are just yelling, freeze it up, freeze it up, that means lock it down. So I don't know what all that yelling's about and all that. And about 10 minutes later, they come through with a guy on a gurney and he just comes right by us and he's all stabbed up. That was my first experience. That was my first, like, this is real.
0: Jones filed three new trial motions, respectively, in 1992, 2000, and 2015. The first two motions were both rejected, but he never gave up and worked hard to stay productive.
1: When I was in prison, I created like 12 programs in prison. I won the United Nations Awards in prison. I did the first video for prison helping with bullying and talking to kids. I started the first program as an actual program to be able to have our senators coming up and sitting with us and talking to us. I, I, you know, I own so many different things. I ran a magazine, you know. I I was too busy living to be in their tomb. They had my body, but they didn't have no parts of me. They had me physically, but they never had my mind, never had my heart, never stopped me from building.
0: Dr. Timothy Kochams is a psychologist who worked with Jones for years. He considers himself Jones' advocate and supporter to this day.
2: Whether he's talking to other prisoners or whether he's talking to guards or the guy's kind of fearless and he's very thoughtful and he's very creative. He worked on his case and was thoughtful about that case and thoughtful about how to present it and thoughtful about what would prove his innocence. He was thinking about that every day. So I think for a long time that was a major part of what kept him going, was trying to figure out how best to present his case, who to present it to, what the flaws in the reasoning were by the legal system, whether it was the police or whether it was the prosecutors.
0: In 2015, Jones received assistance in that quest from the Innocence Project, and based on new evidence, Jones was granted a retrial in 2019.
1: My mind was saying, new trial. I never even had a trial the first time. I never even had a fair trial, period. New trial. I'm happy to have this case brought out and to be able to get my freedom, but at the same time, I was saying, I want this out just as public as when you did it to my family and put my name in the picture, paper, and put my picture in the paper and called me a murderer.
0: How are you feeling while waiting for the verdict?
1: My life is on the line again. Had there been a conviction, I'm back in prison. I'm back in prison for natural life. And by the time I even get another appeal and go through that process again, I'm dead. If it took me 32 years now, I got to start all over. How
0: prepared you were for the new trial?
1: I fought that whole trial. Jumped up. I talked. I said what I wanted to say, what I didn't do. In my own trial, I didn't get to testify. I didn't get to say a word about my own life. So for me, I risked it all. When the judge said, be quiet, or if you say that one more time, hey, I'm saying it one more time. We're going to go all the way out. You can send me back and hold me in jail because I'm on the bail thing. And that's what he's threatening over and over. And I'm still saying, I want to get that on the record.
3: My name is Lisa Kavanaugh. I am the director of the CPCS Innocence Program. And I was one of Darrell Jones's attorneys. It was a really hard uh, balancing act because I think I, I felt, you know, a lot of empathy for him. You know, he went through that Every time the judge said that to him, I thought back to what it must have been like for him as a 19-year-old to go to trial and not even get to sit next to his lawyer during the trial, let alone talk to his lawyer or express his views about the evidence. And so I think I felt kind of fiercely defensive of his right to, um, you know, to participate. He was finally exonerated after 32 years in prison I remember that I said something, you know, sort of jubilantly like, and, you know, you are now officially exonerated. And he kind of corrected me and said, I didn't need somebody else or some system to tell me that I was exonerated because I know that I didn't do this, Um, which I thought was really interesting. I guess I thought he would be more jubilant and he was more like the fact that this happened to me demonstrates the system is broken and, you know, and kind of almost immediately looking ahead to what do we need to do to fix the system for other people? And what does it say that somebody innocent can end up in prison for so long um, for a crime they didn't commit? Um, You know, Kind of making it not just about him, but about the whole system.
0: When Jones went home, the transition wasn't easy. Learning today's technology was the first challenge.
1: There was no Zoom in my life. These things didn't even exist. You know, Apple phone, the Galaxy, None of this exists, so these are not things that I had access to. So you have to think of everything to you that is common theme. It's not what I would have been had access to. You see me as an adult and as a grown man because I'm able to function and talk and walk and pay bills and do all the things. But in reality, this is my new birth into the world. What does a newborn go through when it's born? My little grandson is, is basically five years old. He knows how to go in and out of his phone, move everything around it, he can move around. I'm getting the lessons from kids.
0: For Jones, a different kind of struggle was trying to manage the anger built up after the loss of 32 years of his life.
1: I want you to understand that this is a break-in on my life. How do people feel when they, if they came home and half of their furniture is gone, their jewelry has gone, their grandmother's antique is gone? Right? They missed that. They, they, they found reports, they hurt. It's my life. I lost everything. They removed me from it. Let on my things that can be replaced, they removed me.
0: Jones turned to Dr. Cochems to help him work on not becoming, to use Jones words, a hating animal.
2: He had his ways of overcoming, you know, depression, hopelessness, and hate. And he did that by trying to love people actively uh, trying to help people actively and making this distinction between his body and his spirit. One thing he said was he was not going to treat people the way he was treated. There's a phrase opposite action. So if you're being treated hatefully, you don't respond hatefully or even if you feel hateful, you don't don't act hateful. So it's opposite action, opposite from what, how you're being treated, opposite maybe from how you feel even.
0: Jones is now an activist dedicated to changing the system that falsely imprisoned him. He worked for former Boston Mayor Marty Wash and now collaborates with Lisa Kavanaugh, the attorney who fought for Jones' freedom
3: my program, um, which is called the CPCS Innocence Program, is part of the statewide public defender's office. Primarily the way he's been involved in my work is through um, public speaking and education. Um, coming with me, um, joining me as an invited speaker at events where, you know, where we're talking about, not just about his case, but about um, the problems with the legal system and the areas where we need to do work and um, so he's been a very active partner in that. You know, I think one of the things that's great about having him be involved in my work is that he is so good at reaching young people. And um, you know, he really knows how to talk about his experience in a way that makes it not just about him and what happened to him, but about why everybody who's in the room should care about it and feel responsible and wanna get involved.
1: What is the purpose now after all those years being away out of all that darkness and use what little bit of light I had and the light that was added to my life to shine that light back that it would help somebody else.
0: Jones continues to work as an advocate for those who are falsely imprisoned with hope that no one has to endure a life taken away, as he did. I'm Billie Lynn. Thanks for listening.